Sometimes people come into this sanctuary and they do little flips the way Alec just Alex did, and I love that so much. And sometimes people come into this sanctuary and they look around and they see these stained glass windows and they ask, what was this church before it became UU? And I take great delight in telling them, actually, this church building was built by the Universalists here in Haverhill back in 1894. Our forebears back then built a church and a sanctuary that reflected their theology and their spirituality with windows over there that depict the great universalist parables of the prodigal son and the parable of the lost sheep, stories that teach and tell about God's abiding love. And this image, this simple and lovely image of Jesus in front of us, in front of you, reminds me of words of his in the gospel when he said, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And I hope that coming here into this sanctuary and into this hour of worship brings you rest and gives you peace. I like that our open and progressive church is housed in this solid and beautiful building, which reminds us of our roots and of those who came before us, that we are part of a progression of souls who have sought meaning and goodness and strength and solace for the living of their days, just as we do now. I can be something of a traditionalist. Maybe some of you have noticed. <laughs> but I love the updated version of that hymn we just sang. Emmanuel is Hebrew for God with us. And this is the invitation and the promise of Advent and of Christmas. The holy coming close, dwelling within us and between us and around us. And it's good theology. God with us as love, as light, as hope. Isn't that what we're looking for in these days and hungry for in these days to be filled with that loving and life-giving spirit, however we might name it or understand it? Our worship theme for this month of December is humility. And one of the striking things about the nativity story that we will enact and celebrate with our young people starting next Sunday is how humble the settings and the characters are. Have you ever thought about that? A young couple, surprisingly one of them pregnant, far from home, forced to have their baby in a stable 
of all places, surrounded by farm animals, visited by humble shepherds, folks who were not anywhere near the middle or upper class in that context, visited by itinerant astrologers bearing the strangest kinds of gifts, and the baby, so tender and vulnerable and a miracle as all babies are. For me, becoming a parent was both mysterious and humbling. In the hospital, the wing where the babies are born seemed to me after my experience that long night and long morning, for the rest of the time we were there, it seemed like it had a glow around it, that part of the hospital. In that overall sterile setting, that part of the hospital felt to me like a chapel, a place where God is coming into the world like through a door, <laughs> being made flesh, incarnate. And parenting little ones and even bigger ones is humbling also, right? They don't come with instructions. They can express their needs and their discomfort loudly and often, and sometimes at inconvenient times. They make all kinds of messes. And what I wouldn't give back, what I wouldn't give to be able to travel back and revisit some of those days and some of those moments. Holding a little baby has to be one of the purest ways to experience that peace that passes all understanding. And there are many, many ways to meet the holy. Many of us find it out under the sky where we sense the vastness of this earth and the beauty of it all. When we go camping, I love to stay up late and lie on my back and stare up at the night sky. A couple of times in my life, I've slept out under the stars, and that is a magical experience. When you look up at the night sky and behold the swath of stars, that band of light that we call the Milky Way, when you consider the vastness of our universe, doesn't it make you feel small? But not in a bad way, right? Just small in the presence of all that is. A hundred years ago, the naturalist John Burroughs said that this feeling is what's at the heart of religion. He wrote, the wonder and reverence and love we feel in the presence of the inscrutable universe. I need to be in touch with that wonder and reverence and love, and I expect you do too. The, Fran the Franciscan monastic and theologian Richard Rohr is a person who is wise about 
these ways of the Spirit, which is why, I suppose, Tori and I, without any pre-planning, keep returning to him and quoting to him in these days. And so I want to offer you his words, which inspired my sermon title today. He writes, People who have really met the holy are always humble. It's the people who don't know who usually pretend that they do. People who've had any genuine spiritual experience always know that they don't know. They are utterly humbled before mystery. They are in awe before the abyss of it all, in wonder at eternity and depth and a love which is incomprehensible to the mind. It is a litmus test for authentic God experience and is, quite sadly, absent from much of our religious conversations today. My belief and comfort is in the depths of mystery, which should be the very task of religion. Mystery, which should be the very task of religion. We are here, aren't we, to be carried away, even to be blown away, so much that we just want to go racing down the aisles of the church, filled with wonder and the fathomless mystery all around us, right? Utterly humbled before mystery. Like Mary, who experienced a strange visitation from an angel telling her of all things that she was pregnant. How can this be? Mary, who traveled a long way to give birth only to have shepherds and then fortune tellers show up in her makeshift labor and delivery room. And how does she respond? The text says, Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. We are here, aren't we, to ponder these holy mysteries, to abide in this season of waiting and watching, these days of miracle and wonder. Near the front of our gray hymnal, I don't know if you've ever noticed, you'll find a list of the sources of our UU faith along with our seven principles. And on the page that lists these sources, it says, the living tradition we share is drawn from many sources. And the first one they list is this, direct experience of that transcending mystery and wonder affirmed in all cultures, which moves us to a renewal of the spirit and an openness to the forces that create and uphold life. Direct experience of that transcending mystery and wonder. Isn't that what we're hungry for? To meet the holy in the daily stuff of our lives. To sense the wonder and the mystery of being alive in the midst of our joy and our sadness, our pain and our struggle, to see in another's face and in our own 
human flesh made in the image of God, to be open to and grateful for this life we have been given while we are here. There is within each of us a still, small voice and a still center that we can access if we are willing to quiet down and wait. This place which Dag Hammarskjöld call, called the point of rest in ourselves is like a portal into that place of mystery that's all around us. And so here again with me these words from Dag Hammarskjöld. To have humility is to experience reality not in relation to ourselves, but in its sacred independence. It is to see and judge and act from the point of rest in ourselves. Then how much disappears and all that remains falls into place. In the point of rest at the center of our being, we encounter a world where all things are at rest in the same way. Then a tree becomes a mystery, a cloud, a revelation, each person a cosmos of whose riches we can only catch glimpses. The life of simplicity is simple, but it opens us to a book in which we never get beyond the first syllable. My spiritual companions, let us be open to these holy mysteries. Let us wait and watch for them in these days so that when they appear, we can behold them and abide in them and be blessed by them. In these days, let us be open to the awe and the wonder that is right here and available to us, in us and among us and around us. How can we keep from singing? Amen.